I'm the semi-professional G1. And I'm the totally amateur G2. And you are listening to the number one podcast in Vietnam Nation. We've got a great show lined up for you. We have Week 12 highlights. And playoff predictions. And we have a very special guest on this week's show. Who is Joe Ryan of Mr. Right? So don't go away. I'm sure not, because I'm the co-host. Now wait a minute. You can't say that. Well, I mean, I just did. Well, we may have to do this all over no, again. No, 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 no. We, we need to go ahead and start going. Let, let, let's, all let's, right. Let's, no. let's go. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, the two G's, Mark and Drew. Well, G2, welcome back. You were on assignment last week. Yes. I've always wanted to say that. (laughs) When I was a kid, of course, I, I listened to Cardinal Baseball. I think most of us are Cardinal Baseball fans. Is that right? I think so. I think all of us. So when I was a kid, I was one of those weirdos. I listened to almost every single game on the radio. So once a year, once a year, Jack Buck, Jack Buck, Mike Shannon, Jack would be gone for like a week. He was in the usually in June, and they'd always say Jack Buck is on assignment. And then even other today, like when Mike Shannon is out, Mike is on assignment. It's mysterious. So it's like, no, they're not. They're just on vacation. They take time <laughs> off. Maybe they're all going on this secret mission in the middle of <laughs> who knows where. Africa? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so you were on assignment last week, so welcome back. Thank uh, you. Glad to have you back. Hey, by the way, that was a fun week in week 12, wasn't it? It was a pretty crazy week. Dude, did you remember, did you know... That it was actually a pretty exciting last week in 2017, or first year. Did you remember a little, that? A little vaguely, yes. Do I need to help you remember? Please, yes. So last year, we played a regular season of 13 games instead of 12, right? Correct. So and why did we do that? Uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> Well, the reason we changed is so we don't have to do the the last week where <laughs> everyone people, where no one plays every, who's every, on a good team. Everyone's everyone's on furlough. <laughs> right. Uh, I think it's kind of good if you've got a bad team going against good players <laughs> who are going to the playoffs. So yeah. anyway, no, it's good. So anyway, we played thirteen games last year. Now we had three teams go to the playoffs that finish eight and five. And then Stump, Jake, he finished uh, in the lead. And then, yet again, the next three teams were all 8-5, and 8-5, and 8-5. and five. Well, looking at the scoreboard last year, it turned out that you had a couple of games that had playoff implications. So East Dakota Community College, do you recognize that name? Yeah, uh, vaguely. Uh, they played deflator gators and both of you two finished the year at seven and six because why um you beat yeah i beat him by 10 points there at the end yeah you beat him by 10 points so if jb wins that game he's in the playoffs he's in because even though i won he had more points than i did i think he had about 15 or more points than i did last year well just because he lost didn't mean I got in. I had 
to beat Dylan. And you beat him by how much? <laughs> <laughs> it's sick. 128.9 to 127.3. Yikes. So 1.6 points. You played your cards right. So even though, even though we had a close, tight week for week 12 this year, it was tight last year. Makes makes the the league a lot of fun when that happens. It's it really does. Cool. It, do, it, 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 it unless you're one of the people that are stressing out, right. feeling like they need to win. <laughs> right. Well, okay. Even though week twelve is over, we really need to do our final regular season week twelve recap, and it's up to you to do that, partner. Week 12 gave us one exciting game with big playoff implications. Team Ball threw a ball after his thrilling victory over Thomas, 164 to 158. Landon had four players with 20 plus points, including Austin Eckler at 26. Thomas was led by Andrew Luck and Joe Mixon, but just came up short. Team Stump had to win, and he did over Chris, 137 to 118. But his point total was short of Landon's, so Landon is in. The defending champion is out. Joe Ryan secured a spot by beating Team Miller 136 to 116. MLB finished his season at 9 and 3 by overcoming a strong Deflator Gator squad by winning 142 to 121. G2 finished the regular season with style points. I didn't write this by the way. G2 won 159 to 103 over Dylan's hot yoga class. Vietnam Nation, well done everyone. I want to give a thumbs up, a high five to Landon because what did he finish last year in the regular season? Uh, next to last, I believe. You are correct. As always, he finished in number nine. So he jumps from nine to number four. For making the playoffs with a good position. Well yeah. done. Landon, we love you, buddy. Well done. And then I want to give a high five a uh, little shout out to Thomas. Uh, well done. You went from seventh to fifth. And I am predicting that he goes from fifth to first next year. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I agree. Now, Chris may have something to say with about <laughs> that, but if not number one, uh, number two. So, Thomas, uh, very, very uh, well done. Love your team. And I would never want to play you next year. Can you make it to where I never play you next year? I know he's listening. Uh, I wish make I could it happen. I wish he could talk in my ear right now and say, "Okay, you got an MLB." All righty. Speaking of uh, playoffs, that's next year. How about this year? And let's go around the horn, and let's start with Mister Wright against Acme Pack. For their side of the bracket and G2, what do you like about Chris's team? And instead of saying, what do you like about (laughs) Joe Ryan's team? What do you not like uh, about Joe Ryan's team? So, uh, and of course, everyone's going to already have known this, but um, unfortunately, 
two running backs are not going to be playing this weekend. Uh, that is Melvin Gordon and Leonard Fournette, and both of them are on Joe Ryan's team. So it's really just terrible situation, terrible timing for Joe Ryan here. What's sad about that, that is a mini dream team. Yeah. I mean, those two guys, when you put those two running backs together— on good days, that's 60 points right there. Don't you agree that that's probably, Joe Ryan has probably one of the best running back duos Agreed. in the entire league. Agreed. Uh, now, when David Johnson is, if David Johnson was a 2016 16 running back, him and Todd Gurley would be obviously the easy uh, top tandem but man Joe Ryan's got that great great and I I hate that because you want to see these two teams healthy going against one another but that is what it is that's that's the way that's 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 fantasy football yes I will say uh with Michael Thomas scoring only nine points uh that kind of was a surprise there with New Orleans losing Thursday. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, New Orleans lost against the Cowboys. Nine um, and points. That's, that's one of Chris's big players. And, and, and you expect... I'm, I'm sorry, I, I apologize. Oh, you're, for you're fine. I was going to say you'd expect, like, you know, 20-plus 20, 20 points from him. So I wouldn't count Joe Ryan completely out here. Um, again, I mean, it just takes a couple guys, you know, going off, going off on a week, and um, we've seen it happen. So it's not like he's completely out. To, to carry your point, G2, Michael Thomas, a couple of weeks ago, he had 39 points. Uh, week two, he had 31 points. He's put up another game where he had 20-plus points. Now there, Oh, he had another game, 27 points, but he also has a lot of variation uh, over the last— uh, or, I mean, there's been a lot of variation. He's had several games under 10 points. So, no, good point. I didn't think about that. You're right, nine points. Uh, we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, he, he does have Antonio Brown. I mean, that that's – I mean, he, he could – I mean, he could put up some big points. Uh, that could be an interesting game, especially since it's in Pittsburgh. Right. And we know what Roethlisberger does, how he performs at home. And they just came off of a loss, so they got a lot to prove. Exactly. And they're playing the Chargers. Have a feeling that could be a high-scoring game so here's the thing i'm pulling for both of you all i'm pulling i'm pulling for both of them i just want to i want a close game me too i me too so are you going to call it or are you going to go ahead and call it i'm going to i'm going to call chris on this just because he does have the the high advantage with the uh overall uh the most depth there i do too and joe ryan again we love you man dude you're great you're the best but (laughs) Uh, I think the optics are pointing toward uh, Acme Pack. Okay, can we skip my? Can we skip? No, my? no, 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 no. We're going to yours. Well, shoot. We already know he's going to win. It's going to be Landon. Landon's going to win by a landslide. It's going to be Landon by like twenty points. This is a this is a really tough one. Um, no, no he has already that. had Elliot play, scoring twenty five points there. That's but um, I, I'm watching that game. <laughs> I'm watching that game. It's like. No, 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 right. no. <laughs> but if you look at the ESPN, ESPN projections, uh, you're almost dead even as of right now. So kind of interesting. Uh, you could go either way. Um, I will say uh, huge, huge, huge development that, that just happened today. You want to bring that up real quick? Well, first of all, first of all, 
for you NFL players, I know we've got thousands and thousands of NFL players listening to this podcast. Please be well behaved. (laughs) Don't do stupid things. Be mature. Be responsible. Be godly. So we're talking about Kareem Hunt. And he did not do those things. What an idiot. Now, we don't, I mean, we know we don't judge. We know that he who's picking up the first stone throw without sin. Uh, hey, but Kareem Hunt, it's pretty obvious that video, I didn't, I, I couldn't even watch it. I will not. I saw the picture. It's like, I'm not, I can't stand it. But what, what he did, I know we're preaching here. Uh, but what you asked me the question about the development, so right, right. So by the time you all hear this podcast Saturday morning, or even into the weekend, yeah, you will know the the news. So I picked up Jake. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Jake dropped Spencer Ware uh, several weeks ago. Now the only reason I picked him up, and you and I were kind of talking about this uh, yeah. before the show. The only reason I picked him up was he played. There's a game. On a thing is either Sunday night or Monday night, and he got quite a few. He did carried, and he like there was one play like he ran over a couple of players, and I thought I don't know anything about him. I'm going to pick him up, right? And next day or that that week, he's I was able to get him, and and so I've I've held on to him. I I now know I I think you all listened to the Moron Files a few weeks ago. I learned what a handcuff is, so I thought, oh, okay, I'll, that's a handcuff. Right. So, so uh, looking at your team then, so if you end up playing Spencer Ware, like that could be a very, very uh, big advantage on your team. Um, here's the thing, though. You kind of don't know with Kansas City because in a situation like this, although Spencer Ware has, uh, if you know, pre-Kareem Hunt era, he was the lead back and he did great. At the same time, there have been many instances from Andy Reid, when even though he's had a great running back, they just don't go to them at all, and they'll just go to the passing game, and they'll do something to keep the running back from seemingly having a good game when it's a you know great great matchup. So, that being said, this could be a kind of game where maybe Andy Reid is like, okay, Patrick, you're going to just take this team, and you're going to throw the ball down the field, and we're going to win the game that way. So, I don't know. You just don't know if it's going to be a, a really huge game for Ware, or... Or what? But either way, I think he could be a big turning point for your team. And if you have him in your lineup, like I know if I had him in my lineup, if I had him on my team, I'd definitely be playing him. And if in that situation, like, gosh, that that could be huge, you know. It's a prolific offense. So as the star of the Moron Files, you're really making me confused. <laughs> I kind of said both both things there, I know. Oh. I'm trying to to play both sides so that you don't get any true uh, decision from what i'm saying so let's call it i I, i'm calling i'm calling landon on this first week can Uh, i call a tie (laughs) no technically you could tie and technically that's never happened in our league before and i don't think it would i'm not sure what would happen if they tied in the playoffs i've never heard of that happening not in two that'd be hard i just well it would be really hard because it's a two-week matchup, actually. Exactly. So the chances of that happening are really slim. I'm still calling Landon, and I'm right. Landon, <laughs> dude. Landon, buddy. You are going to the prime. You are going to be prime time, buddy. You're going to be playing Chris more than likely. 
We'll see. We we'll see what see. we'll see what Leonard Fournette does in Week Two against uh, Mr. Gurley. Hey, we still got the con. I almost said constellation. <laughs> we got the constellation ladder. Uh, let's go around the horn. Let's do at least on my map here. I'm going to go clockwise. May not necessarily be in order. So let's go with Team Miller, East Dakota, East Dakota Community College. I'm thinking. I'm thinking now that Kareem Hunt is out of the picture for Mr. Miller. That's going to be a pretty easy uh, call. It's also an easy call because Tyreek Hill is also on the bench. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's kind of the number one wide receiver in the NFL right now. So I'm, I'm going to, I well, think. Why am I laughing? It's, it's a really close call, but I think I'm going to go with East Dakota here. You better hope that. He's Kareem, not listening right now. You better hope he's not listening to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just had to throw some spice there. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, play your good starters. You got a great team, sir. And if you heard the my my Thanksgiving gratitude uh, last week, I called. I said that he could be in the playoffs. Um, right, he's got the capability. Uh, going clockwise, we got Deflator Gators going against uh, Dylan, your mom's hot yoga class. You know. I really like Dylan here because I just don't like, you know, uh, uh, Pat Stafford here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Uh, the old Pat Stafford's not going to have his greatest game, so I'm just automatically I'm going for, for uh, Dylan's team here. Oh, Pat Stafford. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. JB, we love you. Don't know if you listen to the— Kudos to you, Landon, for saying that. Yeah, that's that was a good one. That's a good one. Hey, we got one more game. Uh, Need to breathe. By the way, where did the name Need to Breeze Hard Knocks? I know, I know. Um, so one of our favorite bands of all time is called Need to Breathe. Oh. And his his uh picture that he uses for his team logo is a combination of a Need to Breathe album with Drew Brees' face on it. Okay. So it's very well put together. There you go. So I'm going to say, man, Jake, again, I like your team. I love your team, but I'm kind of going to have to roll with Thomas, I think. I'm going to agree with you on that one as well. And again, Jake, again, again, I like all of you guys. I like all of your all's teams, but again, I think Thomas is going to have the, he's he's on a roll uh, right now. So speaking of playoff predictions, I also talked to Joe Ryan. I did. So that was really cool. We got to talk uh, earlier this week. And so let's go ahead and I was getting ready to say, let's go ahead and roll the tape. I <laughs> <laughs> guess we can't say that, but uh, let's let's uh, hear let's hear how this interview goes with with Joe Ryan with Mr. Wright. Okay, Joe Ryan, thank you for uh, being on the show. Uh, of course, we've been working on some technology issues here, but first of all, congratulations on making it to the playoffs. This is your second year in a row, right? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of surprising the first year, and I, I'm glad I'm I'm back there now. I was uh, kind of worried there for a little bit with uh, Fournette going down for a while, so uh, it's good to be back in the playoffs. Now, last week was a little bit anticlimactic, right? Uh, good thing you weren't playing maybe 
uh, Chris or Thomas or Landon that last week? Yeah, I think uh, the last few weeks it's uh, been a good thing not to play any of those three guys. Um, <laughs> they've been, they've been tearing it up pretty good. So yeah, I I, uh, I had kind of a so-so week, but managed to managed to get it done. He, he had uh, all the Kansas City guys on by. So yeah, it could have been could have been bad if I was playing somebody else. That's right. Now you could have still eked in because I think I think Jake needed so many points. So there could have been three of you at seven and five. And I think you would have. I think you would have still been ahead of him in terms of points. So you might have still gotten in anyway. Hey, quick question: You already mentioned this coming week. You already mentioned Fournette. Uh, you've got a tough week coming up here. Can you tell us a little bit about your matchup uh, with Chris coming up this weekend? Yeah, um, <laughs> definitely uh, got my work cut out for me. I'm. I was just telling uh, G two the other day um, that. Uh, Chris, Chris might have a little bit of easier walk than uh, he might have expected coming in, into the playoffs. But um, yeah, Fournette um, is out with a suspension for kind of being dumb and uh, idiot. Fighting, <laughs> yeah, fighting with somebody. Yeah, uh, he he could uh, do do a more on files uh, expedition there. Um, ah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, and uh, Melvin Gordon also went down with a knee injury, so he's going to be gone. So those are my two probably top. Uh, top scoring guys there along with uh, Cooper Cup <laughs> tearing his ACL a little bit ago so um, yeah that hurt so yeah I'm, I'm kind of damaged but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll give it a run though well so you mentioned your mini dream team Fournette Melvin Gordon does Melvin Gordon come back in two weeks or is he still doubtful even next week in, in my opinion I think he'll I think they'll just keep him out um, as long as they're um, pretty solid on going to the playoffs. I, I think that they uh, keep, they hold him out. Um, and uh, I mean, just cause he, those kind of things can tend to be like recurring and make it into a lot bigger problem. And so uh, as seen by Cooper cup, <laughs> cause he sprained his, his uh, knee like the week before I think, and then he tore it. So um, I think they'll probably hold him out um, and just try to hope that he comes back in, in time for the postseason and keep him rolling. But um, definitely, definitely going to miss this week. And I would say probably next week as well. Definitely. What a killer with these injuries. I mean, they're completely out of our control, right? I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, it can be frustrating, it, but that's just part of it. And and I have a feeling this past week, Joe Ryan, you were looking very heavily at the waiver wire, which there's like nothing there. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I glanced it over pretty thick, but uh, I, like you said, it's pretty slim pickings out there. So um, I didn't really see much that would really help me too much. Hopefully, uh, I'm just plugging in some guys that, that, that can be a, a dart throw kind of thing. So we'll see what happens. But. Yeah, it was very slim on the waiver wire. Okay, I'm going to ask you a tough question. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to pretend like you are G2. Okay. Looking at the scoreboard for this coming weekend, uh, let's let's just go around the horn. Let's start with the 7th and 8th eighth seeds. Actually, let's go backwards. The ninth and 10th seeds, you got JB. Uh, playing against uh, Dylan, you gonna make a call there, Joe Ryan? Um, I think that's kind of tough because 
um, JB just comes out of nowhere a lot of times. I feel like I don't. Um, he, I don't like playing him. <laughs> me either. Um, he's, got he, good, he's, he's got some good players. Yeah, he he does, and and Dylan's made some pretty awesome moves this season. So he's he's projected to beat him by a good amount, but I think JB still has some uh, working around to do in his lineup. So um, those are pretty misleading, but I think. I'm going to give it to Dylan. I think Dylan uh, ekes him out, but um, if if McCaffrey goes off for a 40-point game again, that'll be tough to, to handle. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it's like I, I was not playing JB last week. I was playing McCaffrey last week. <laughs> that that That's who I was playing <laughs> last week. Right. Uh, okay, Anthony and Drew. Anthony and Drew. Uh, oh, that's going to be a toughie. Who who who, you gonna, I, who who do you give the the call to? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna edge it out at, um, for Drew in that one. Um, gonna take kind of the cop out on that one because he's projected to beat him already. But um, I think that with Anthony putting in, even when he puts in Kareem Hunt um, and Tyree Kill, it it just depends on on how they they do up against. Uh, uh, Oakland. So Oakland's not a good defense, but it that could mean a lot of running for Kareem Hunt and not so much scoring for Tyreek Hill. It, it just just depend on how that goes. But um, I'm going to give it to Drew this week. Good point. Then you've got Thomas and Jake. Oh, that's going to be I. That, that's a coin flip. Do you agree? I, I agree. That's going to be neck and neck. I think that one goes down to the wire. I could easily see that one uh, coming down to Monday night. Um, and I don't know. Thomas has just been so good lately. I I, I want to give I want to give the edge to Thomas. Um, James Conner hasn't been as consistent as of late, so I, I don't know if he'll put up the twenty points he's projected or not against that Chargers uh, front seven there. I, I don't know about that one. So have, I'm have you also? To, Oh, yeah, I agree. Thomas. Thomas. I, I think so too. Have you noticed the bench that Thomas has? It's crazy. Oh, he's he's so deep. I he's I think. Uh, oh yeah, I I told uh, Drew this in that same conversation um, earlier that I think Thomas and Landon and actually Drew's team. I I kind of brought him up too. I think they're going to be really good in the in the coming years. I mean, they're just got young teams uh, that are pretty deep. So I I think they'll be they'll be a force to reckon with. So we can can we just skip the last the last uh, game that we haven't mentioned yet? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll make it easy for um, you. I'll make it easy for you. Landon wins by a landslide. I, I I'll just make know, it easy for you. I already know you. what you're gonna say. Um, you would Landon, say that if he of was to... <laughs> I think you would say that about anybody, um, but. I I actually will give give this one to Landon. Um, no offense to you, but I think Landon's team has just been blowing it up, and uh, I think that his projections are a little misleading this week. I, I think he I think he could easily score one sixty, one seventy. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Love to hear from Joe Ryan. He is such a good guy. By the way, I want to apologize. Our technology had a little bit of a glitch. Uh, he's on a cell phone, and so the 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 coverage was not great there at the end kind of cut out a little bit so i just want to mention at the end he mentioned getting his uh having a full-time job uh there at the hospital in washington 
uh, Missouri. It's really weird when you go into when you come in via 47. I think you can either get there via 47 from I-70 Warrington, or you can come in from uh, Herman. Is that 100? Is it? But if you come in to Washington from 47, it's like you have the skyscraper of a hospital just in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful city. If you if you haven't been to Washington, I go there regularly. I have a uh, interesting client there, uh, great people there, love serving them. But this hospital, it's just in the middle, and it's this huge structure. It just doesn't seem to fit there. But he, he's going to start a full-time position. He's already working there, but it'll be full-time. And then, of course, he's graduating. Graduating, finally. That's great. So, Joe Ryan, you are a class act, and thank you for uh, the call. And he was very, very, uh, uh, very just very appreciative that he, that he did that this past and week. You better invite me to your new house. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're building in Warrington, right? Yeah. So that leads into another topic I want to talk about. Again, remember, one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is I wanted to be learning because I'm still an idiot at this game. Uh, I don't know a lot. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm the star of the Moron Files, which is going to be coming up in just a minute for a new segment. But tight ends tight ends here's an interesting stat who was the number one scoring leader in our league this year that would be chris it'd be chris who is chris's tight end can you name him off the top of your head uh kind of depended he started out with kyle rudolph and who Who? (laughs) what who is that never heard of him but um (laughs) anyways uh, and then he's had uh, Jack Doyle come off of injury, and oh, he's kind of yeah. started playing him. Doggone it. He traded for uh, David Njoku from Cleveland. Um, and so it's kind of been off and on. Uh, really rough position for him this year. I just hate it that Jack Doyle went out. <laughs> right, I'm sure you are. <laughs> I just hate it. So anyway, his average score, 9.8. Yikes, that's PPR, folks. That is the second lowest score on average over 12 weeks in the league for tight ends, yet he's number one one. in points. Do you know who had the lowest average tight ends across the league in our league in Vietnam nation? Um... Joe Joe Ryan, Ryan, okay. 9.75. He, by the way is in the playoffs. So so two two teams with the lowest tight end production in the playoffs. Now, I'm a little bit up the ladder slightly. I mean, I I laid a goose egg in week 11. That hurt. I went against the grain. I went against Fantasy Pros. Fantasy Pros says, Mr. Moron, Mr. Idiot, don't play the guy out of Pittsburgh. Play Ebron. No, no. I'm smarter than you, Fantasy Pros. So I, I got 5.7 instead of 20-something. So that put me at 12.41. So I'm still not even close to the top two people, which would be you and Landon. Thank you, Mr. Kelsey. So you have the highest score, 16.96. Did you get in the playoffs? Did not get in the playoffs. So what's, what's the point we want? What can we infer from this? 
uh, I think we can infer that you don't have to have, you know, that position filled in order to to have success. You know, when you look at uh, each week, you know, when a team puts up big points, even a team that puts up, and in our league this has happened a lot, you know, 160, 170 points, you're still going to have two to three players, two to three positions that are going to put up, you know, possibly less than 10 points. Because if you, you know, if you average things out, if every single player on your team got 20 points, then that'd be 200. Exactly. So we haven't scored 200 this year. Um, but, you know, we've come fairly close. But Stump then there's going to be a couple positions. Jake had 196, <laughs> right. 195.9 right. in week two. And so potentially that's going to be maybe the kicker, the defense, and then a third position. And oftentimes that's going to be the tight end that doesn't put up a whole lot of points. And that's, you know, kind of been the case. And. Again, if you have good other positions, then you can make it work. I think as long as you have those other positions, you know, in a in a position of strength. And that's good feedback. And by the way, Thomas had a great team. Uh he was in the top uh top I believe the top four in scoring leaders, and his average is also low, ten point eight. So again, that it's a good point. So you don't necessarily need a great tight end. But it's going to help. I'm sure Chris would take a great tight end. I'm sure he would love to have Kelsey or right. Ertz uh, on on his team. But to me, it's he's going to be helpful. Don't build a don't build a team around a great tight end. Bring in a good tight end to fit with a good. Agreed. Team. Agreed. And so that's what I got to remember because you know I'm not going into next year feeling confident even with with Ebron. Uh, I so I'm I'm still going to be looking for a decent tight end for next year. So that's me bringing up a topic where I wanted to get a little bit educated on tight end, which is a good segue into uh, who do you like uh, going into the weekend? Are we talking as far as NFL teams here? NFL teams. There's some pretty decent games. You already mentioned the the Steelers playing the Chargers. I think that'd be a great game. That'd be a good they, game. They both have gotten upset in the last couple of weeks by the Broncos, actually. And so they're both kind of uh, wanting to kind of set the ship right a little bit. Uh, set, the ship, set the ship right. And I think that could be a great game, high-scoring game. And uh, we got the Vikings and the Patriots. You know, you you usually consider the Patriots an automatic win, but can't really say that Vikings have a good defense that's going to be a good game well that's going to be a wrap for this week so it's been so far it's been fun we got through the regular season uh first week of the playoffs all I can say is good luck uh everyone have fun and enjoy the weekend see you later Thank you for listening to Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk with the two G's, Mark and Drew.